Welcome to the Kingsley Grant Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. Kingsley believes his leadership paradigm, emotelligence, the art of succeeding where others failed, is the key to achieving this status. On this show, Kingsley guides you through the uncharted waters of emotional intelligence and leadership essentials, with the guarantee that upon exit, you will become more skilled in relationship management, decision-making, and job performance. Now here's your host, your coach, and your Sherpa, Kingsley Grant. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is your boy, Kingsley Grant, sitting behind the Jamaican microphone, bringing you yet another show. And it is from the show that's been voted number three on the top 15 podcasts on emotional intelligence by Spot, And so I am excited that you are listening to one of the top shows right now. And I'm in the command center of the Emotelligent Leadership Institute, where I'm going to dig into the vault and get today's show so that what you've come for, you will have. So let me reach in right here and get today's show. There it is. I got it. I got it. And put it down right here. And now we can dive into today's show. And today we're going to talk about how to be the leader everyone wants to follow and work for. Wouldn't it be nice if you became that leader or worked for that kind of leader? Raise your hand if you would say, you know, if I found that leader somewhere, man, I would sign up. I would go where he or she is and begin to work for them today. Or if as a leader, you're saying, man, if I could become that leader, I would do whatever I need to do so that my people will become more engaged, motivated, inspired to do great work. If I could get my people just to optimize their performance and show up to pull off what it is we're working on and release their passion in the workplace, oh man, I would do what I need to do to become that leader. Well, what if I said you were one skill away from being that leader? (laughs) Normally, I talk about that at the end of my my podcast, right, the episodes, if you've listened to the show before, you know that. If this is your first time listening to the show, let me say welcome. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen. So I wanted to make sure I acknowledge that up front. If you are a regular listener, Oh, I cannot do the show without you. So thank you. Big props, high five to you because you make it happen. And you are the one that truly have allowed this show to be voted as one of the top 15 shows on emotional intelligence and hit the number three spot according to Feedspot. And so I want to say thank you for that. Again, it didn't happen because 
you are the one. I want to give you the the props for making it happen. I truly appreciate that. Let me also say that this this show, this podcast, the Kingsley Grant Show, is brought to you by Kingspire Communications, where we teach, train, coach leaders to become the kind of leaders that I'm talking about today, who people want to follow, work for, and release their passion so that everyone succeeds. That is what Kingspire Communication does. And if you are interested in finding out more, just go over to kingsleygrant.com and you can connect with us there. With that said, now let's kind of turn our attention then on what it is you're, you're here for. You're here to find out how to be the leader everyone wants to follow and work for. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had leaders in the past where I'm telling you, I truly did not want to work for them. If I could have gotten out from working for them at the very beginning when I was introduced or brought into under their leadership, I would truly hasten my exit. As a matter of fact, in some instances, I was plotting my exit. And I wonder how many people are doing just that as you're leading them. They're, they can't wait. As it is, they can't wait for Friday not because they don't like the place, but because of the leadership that is in play, right? People cannot wait. When it comes Monday morning, it's almost like, ah. Oh. And it's not that they don't like their work. It's just the person that leads at the work, why they have this Monday morning blues, as people would, people would say. You may have heard me mention about this video I saw of this little girl, three years old, and she was waiting for her brother, a seven-year-old brother, to get on the bus. And each day, she and her mom would go to the curb where the bus would pull up, and then he would get on the bus, run across the street to where she was. She would run towards him and grabbed her, right? That was the, 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 the pattern. But on this particular day, the video showed her standing there, watching, waiting patiently. And she saw the bus pulled up, the door opened, the lights are flashing. She knows something is about to happen. Her brother is about to get off the bus. And you saw her giggling and just shaking and just cannot stand still as she peered across the street waiting. And when the bus door opened and kids started getting off, she stopped. She almost like froze watching and waiting. And then the first person came off. It wasn't her brother. And she had this look of anticipation. It's almost like you could hear her holding her breath. It's like everything stood still for that moment and she watched and she watched. Kid number one came off, wasn't her brother. Kid number two came off, wasn't her brother. And kid number three, it was her brother. Immediately, she sprung into action. 
She came to life. It's almost like this statue came into life, right? And she, she jumped up and she ran and he ran towards her. She ran towards him. He grabbed her and picked her up and walked her back to the curb. And you could see the excitement on her, you know, her body just wiggling in, her, in his arms and he's smiling and kissing her. And oh man, I'm telling you, what a visual, what a sight to have behold. As I watched that, I thought about the workplace. As you know, that's where my mind goes because helping people create environment or helping organizations and companies create environment that are winning, that are excited, that are engaging, that are enthusiastic, uh, just enthusiasm fills the, the workplace where people cannot wait to get there. That's the kind of thing that I believe one of the missions I'm on is to help leaders create that environment, right? And so I'm thinking, what if a leader could get their people to kind of like that little girl, cannot wait for Monday morning, cannot wait for the next day or the next opportunity to get in the workplace and get their roller sleeves up and get things going, They're excited. They're enthusiastic about the work. How could we get them to do that? And here's the thing. I might be crazy, but I believe it's possible. I believe it's possible. Because human, as human beings, we want a cause. We want something to to latch on to, to sink our teeth in, so to speak. And we want our leaders to create that environment that movement, that excitement, and it's on the leadership. So don't blame the people for not being excited. If you, as a leader, is not doing that, don't blame them. It's your fault. The buck stops with you. Take responsibility for that. You know, I'm working on a a conference and on an online, but also online, offline and it's going to be right now. It's called the Grow, the Grow Conference, or the Grow, Con- the Grow Leadership Conference. I'm sorry, the Grow Leadership Conference. And at this, we're going to talk about three main areas: how to grow yourself, grow your people, and grow your business. And and this is part of what's going to be talked about: how to create, how to grow your people so that they want to be there. That is what the essence of this podcast is all about. But I had to share that and hopefully that makes sense as we dive into how to be the leader everyone wants to follow and work for. Now, I wrote an article about this very thing on LinkedIn. And if you go to LinkedIn, you can see the article that's there. As of this recording, this article have had over 26,000 reactions. It have had over 300 almost 400 comments, and just below 2,500 shares as of this recording. This article went viral. People resonated with it and just could not wait to share, as you can understand. So what I'm sharing here, you'll find some of those things in that article. But here's what I find growing up in Jamaica, right, I grew up in a time where <clears throat> leaders were the ones who were kind of the boss, who told you what to do, when to do it, 
And any kind of pushback is like, hey, I'm the leader. You don't like it? Find another place to work. That was the kind of, whether they said it or not, that was how it, it's almost an accepted norm, an accepted norm. And what happened was these leaders were designated as leaders over my life because I didn't, I didn't vote for them. I didn't ask for them to be my leader. If I had an opportunity to choose, having gotten to know them as my leader, I would not have chosen them, them to be a leader. If they were in the list of leaders and I haven't, having gotten to know them, I wouldn't have voted for them. But I had no choice, right? As it is, most people have no choice. They are given the leadership that they they have no no choice, no voice, no say in, right? But I, I know this one thing. I, I don't know how many people would actually vote to have the leader that they currently have. And, and I know, I, I ask this question boldly here is, as a leader, would you vote for yourself? I mean, be honest. Would you truly find that you are the kind of person that is excited, that is that is magnetic, that have qualities that people just can't wait to get close to. They are you you are a magnet. You attract people around you. Or do you find that people are repelled? Maybe not as strong as repelled, but just, you know, would rather be someplace else than be around you. Is that the case with you? Now here's the thing that I find that most of the leaders that I was forced, air quotes here, to follow lacked one of the most important aspects of leadership, which is what it is I'm talking about here. And, you know, if you've followed me for some time, the term that I've used or coined is immortelligence. Immortelligence is simply the, the, the art of succeeding, you know, how to use a certain skill set to succeed where others have failed, how to accurately recognize, understand, manage your emotions and emotions of others around you and be more skilled at job performance, decision-making, and relationship management. Those are the qualities that makes up an intelligent leader. And if you read my book, The Immortelligent Leader, Succeed Where Others Fail, this you'll find in that book as I mentioned just now. Now, you might be saying, if you're here for the first time and you've heard the word intelligence, you're wondering, where's that word? What's that word made up of? Well, it's two words, emotion and intelligence. It's just like the word infomercial is made up of two words, information and commercial, right? Let's take another one, sitcom, situation, comedy. That's the two words that makes that up. Let's take another one, emoticon. We see that many times when we have these little, little, you know, face, these emotions, and it's shown through an icon, right? So the word emotion and icon have been formed together to get emoticon. And, and so there's other words out there that are like that as well, brunch, breakfast, and lunch, and so on. And this word emotelligence came from that, the same idea, and I learned that the concept of putting joining two words, it, the word that describes it is called portmanteau, portmanteau. And portmanteau simply means taking two words to join together, two, two standalone word, and join together, and it 
where it forms a word that captures, in essence, what, as you read it, look at it, sound it out, you immediately get the meaning of that word. And so intelligence have that and conveys that. Now, I'm taking quite a bit of time, as you may have seen, to kind of set the stage for what it is leaders need to, what qualities they need to have. How do they become magnetic and attractive and draw people towards them? Here we go. Now, how to be the leader? I believe that you have to exhibit certain qualities, qualities because people don't follow you because you are a leader. Here is the $1 million point that I'm making. And if you get this, you get my whole talk today. People follow leaders not because they are a leader, but because, here it is, because of what they see in a leader, what they see in a leader. Now, I know that I've had a lot of engagement on this article I wrote on LinkedIn and people have been having a dialogue. Some have pushed back and called it semantics and, you know, all of that stuff. And I get it. I'm okay with that. I love the the conversation, both pro and con, for the article because I learn more by reading those and engaging with people and getting to hear where they're coming from. So I love that. And what happened is I find when I shared this, the people who resonated with it to have shared it over 2,000 plus times is because of what it is that I written, wrote here and I'm going to share with you because they're saying, I would love to find a leader like this. Where does he or she, where do, where do they work? I would love to find them. And I, 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 I say this, this I'm going to share five qualities, five qualities that people need to see in you as a leader to want to follow you. Let's go with the first one. The first one is patience. Now, this could be coming in any order. Patience. How patient are you? Are you a person that is quick to fly off the handle? Are you a person that recognize and regulate your emotions? Are you a person that will be patient with someone as they're learning the onboarding process? They're getting assimilated to the environment. They're trying to find their way. They're trying to do the best they can and experiment. How patient are you with your people? Leaders who truly exhibit this quality of patience is going to attract people right away who will want to be creative and innovative because they know that the person as their leader is going to be patient with them. This is a very important trait to cultivate and establish as a leader. And I use the word cultivate very selectively because it simply means patience is something that you can learn, you can cultivate, you can become better at. You are one skill away from that. So patience. What's number two? Kindness. Kindness. You know, there is now what's called a kindness day where they're asking people to at least Remember to take one day of the year to be kind. I'm thinking, come on. Do we have to be reminded 
that we need to take one day of the year, what happened to the other 364 days? Should we not be kind on those days? And I, I just find the, the you know, <laughs> what should I put it? It's almost humorous. You mean that we cannot learn to be kind to people? And especially as a leader, you've got to model kindness. You've got to create a culture of kindness. Do kind things. That's the best way to create a culture. Not tell people to be kind if you yourself is not being kind. How are you showing kindness? What have you done that's kind to your people, individually or corporately? Do you hold the door open? Do you serve your people coffee? Do you bring every now and then something in as, you know, whatever, sweet tooth stuff, donuts, coffee, tea, whatever it is? Do you serve your people water? water? Do you offer them water? Do you kind of just, you know, love on them? Being kind to them. And, and, and elsewhere in your family, on the streets, you know, you just name it. Now, I, I don't know about you, but I know I've failed in this area. In all these things I've mentioned, I've come short at times. So I'm not here somehow acting as if I am this person that everybody wants to follow and work for because I'm so perfect. No, I've failed. It's in my failure that I've learned these things. It's through failing, as I wrote in my book, that I've become an expert and become the qualified person to write the book I wrote on the intelligent leader succeed where others failed because I have failed many times. That's the reason why I'm qualified. So kindness. Number three, compassion. What is compassion? Compassion is really the, the I, 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 how I see it is think of sympathy and empathy. I'm going to talk about empathy in a minute. But compassion is really is really sympathy and empathy in action. It is really the action part where you actually are motivated and moved to do something to help somebody who is in need. Right? You're compassionate. You are not just talking about helping. You're not just feeling that you should help. You actually take an action to help. That is compassion. How is that going for you? Number four is empathy. Empathy is is really the idea of putting yourself in someone else's shoes. How have you done that? How is that going for you? Do you find that you're moved with people's situation where, you know, you are not just say, hey, I could see how you... Uh, you could, I could see how you get there. I could, I, I could understand where you're coming from. Not that you know that's part of it, but also you feel it. You you want to step in someone's shoes and almost go through what they're going through. That's empathy. That's a quality that people want to see in their leaders. When they see that, they want to get close to that. It's inviting. It's warm. It's it's safe and secure and comforting. It's encouraging. Empathy is the quality that people want to see their leaders, that they will be attracted to, be drawn to, and want to be around. And the fifth one is forgiveness. Now, I, you know, there are many other qualities, but I've just listed these as an example. But forgiveness, this is where your people are going to make mistakes. They're going to mess up. 
They're going to do things and not get it right all the time, as you have also not gotten it right all the time. And you have done things where you've offended someone, hurt someone, and have really reached out, whether directly or not, to ask for their forgiveness. Because we all are going to offend. We are going to hurt. We're going to do something that truly require another person to say, you know, I'm, I forgive you. We're going to request that forgiveness. I'm so sorry. I was wrong. Please forgive me. Those are words that we have to use. Leaders who are able to humble themselves and exhibit these traits, asking for forgiveness, being patient, being kind, being compassionate, and showing empathy are going to be leaders that people want to be around, want to follow, want to work for, and release their passion so that the company and you as a leader will be successful. How are you doing in these areas? How would you grade yourself? What grade would you give yourself in these five qualities that I've mentioned? I hope that your grading would have been high. But if not, remember this. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you are one skill away. It's learned. It's something that can be developed and cultivated. And I hope today you're going to start to work on that. Right? I'd love to hear from you what your thoughts are. I'd love to hear how you did on this brief, quick assessment, so to speak, and um, join me in the conversation. So when I post this on LinkedIn or any social media platform, make sure you join the conversation. If you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a rating and a review. I would love to hear what your thoughts are. Connect with me. If you need somebody to come in and talk about these or train or coach your staff, then please reach out to me at kingsleygrant.com, K-I-N-G-S-L-E-E-Y-G-R-A-N-T.com. So my friend, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the show today. I truly appreciate that. Without you, I would not have a show. So thank you so much. And with that said, my friend, remember this, you are one scale away. So let's take this show and put it back in the vault, secure it. And here we go. Let's do it right now. Here we go. Here we go. That is. There it is. All right. Now we have this show put away. I can safely exit the command center of the Immortelligent Leadership Institute and re-engage with the world, so to speak, right? With that said, my friend, peace out, God bless, and I'll see you on the flip side. Yeah.